welcome to another riveting episode of Yahweh Reddit, the latest and greatest podcast on this planet Earth in this year 2024 that we call Live, Laugh, Love. Mm-hmm. My name is Laura. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Maggie, and I am your other host of the and only podcast around, to be honest. I would argue. Yeah, I don't, I can't, th- I can't think of a single other podcast that exists. Mm-mm. The Daily um, by the New your- York Times? No. Nope, that doesn't exist. It's not real. Um, and we are your resident best friends who are reading young adult books. And you've caught us right smack dab in the middle of the Gossip Girl series. This is book six of, I want to say, 12? Yes. Because we're the prequel in it. Yeah. Well, if with the prequel, it's 13. There's 12 total. Oh, then, then you caught us almost smack dab in the middle. I guess when we get halfway through this book, it'll be smack dab in the middle. We'll have to have a but little But technicalities. Party. Yeah have to have a little party um well hell yeah um this time we are reading you're the one that i want and this is um what's happening and i guess in the gossip girl book i guess we're gonna jump right in (laughs) yeah i don't even remember where the last one ended i say this every week it never changes literally something's about these books it's like it's they're like like just like candy for your brain they go in my eyes and out my eyes and then and then it's like they're a fever they're a dream and i'm like did that actually happen i do gotta say with like last books trip to sun valley and them also kind of they finally have started converging the plot and having overlap with the characters where they're all together that has made it a lot more fun and a lot quicker of a read. Yeah, for me. I wanted more of, and we'll get to this, the party and like the very end of the book. I wanted like a, a whole book of the party because I would have loved to just see what was going on there. You know? Oh yeah, a book that has two hundred pages set at a party and there's drama happening. I could read it forever. Yeah, I love. Oh party my god, there's so much going on there. We love a party scene. It's so great. Um, but. But this book starts, like every book starts, with a Gossip Girl post. We learned that Nate is, in fact, the little cross-captain now. And he is smoking weed again. That's great for him. And Vanessa is making a documentary about the college application process and what it's like to be waiting for an acceptance letter. She is... We start with her filming Blair, who's being pretty dramatic about maybe not getting into Yale. Um, We -hmm. don't know yet. Everyone is about to figure out their college future. And kind of a bummer if she doesn't get into Yale because she is back with Nate and she's not going to have sex with him until she knows if she is going to Yale. She just like kind of keeps making up new rules as to like why she's not having sex because like book two she was like I'm not going to have sex until it's my birthday because that's the weekend my mom's getting married and it was like well I'm not going to have sex until it's with Serena's brother at the ski cabin because that's going to be fun and it's like Blair... Stop making rules for yourself. Just go with it. Exactly. Does our homegirl need to be prescribed some sort of anti-anxiety? Because it feels very anxiety. It's not or that she doesn't she want... Just... I don't know if she doesn't want to. I mean, it seems like she's ready. Maybe she needs to masturbate. It feels like she's just not exploring her body and getting hyped. I feel like that's what needs oh to happen. Oh my god. TED Talk where I am on the stage at this high school, Constance Billard, and I'm explaining to them what a Hitachi wand is. I'm like, just get one. Mm. Perfect. Absolutely Perfect. <laughs> Tully's 15 years old. Um, and uh, Vanessa, um, Nate distracts Blair from getting her interview. And they are making out hard on this bench. And Vanessa decides to interview Chuck and his monkey, who is still a character in this book for some reason. Chuck is hoping that he gets to go to NYU because then he'll, he just kind of got an apartment that his parents bought him. And it seemed near yeah. NYU. 
after Chuck, Dan comes over, he's going to be in her film, and they kind of commiserate over the fact that, yeah, they're excited to hear back from college, especially Dan is, because Vanessa's early admission's NYU, but he isn't going to really tell anyone his news. He doesn't really have anyone in his life, and this is when they figure out that they both missed each other, because... Boo. I know. Literally, boo. Dan is awful. Like, the fact that Vanessa's like, oh, it's okay that he just, like, made an absolute ass out of me um, by cheating on me in front of me and a giant room of people because he said he misses me. Which, like, what? I don't know if Cicely's intention in describing Mystery Craze was of a horse that you take a bet on at a horse race, but her name is literally Mystery Craze, and she has, like, <gasps> yellow teeth. That is the most horse-like yeah. person. I could imagine in a wow. book. Wow. It's kind of like the prequel to Bojack Horseman. <laughs> it's horse mystery craze. Yes. So they are back together because Vanessa's like, Dan, I'll miss you when you're gone. Vanessa's a fucking simp. I know. Um. Meanwhile, Elise, who is not as much of a character in this book as she has been previously, she just kind of like floats in and out. She's very, very unimportant this book yeah it kind of seems like her and jenny are fighting for some reason it it, the whole basis of this book is jenny really wants to be a model and then she gets in a fight with elise because elise is like oh so you're just copying serena and that's what they get in a fight about that's not what i would have expected them to get in a fight about yeah yeah weird because it's like yeah i i feel like their friendship was fleshed out pretty well and then it kind of like this this book felt very like out the window doesn't matter doesn't matter any of the groundwork we laid screw it all yeah because i would say they have a pretty a pretty like deep intense female friendship for high school yeah they kissed those exist those definitely exist and so i mean i don't know if it's like jealousy that is yeah i don't know but you would think it would be maybe it's just one of those it's like there are freshmen in high school so maybe it's just one of those like fleeting things Mm, i think you're pretty smart at 14 i think i think you you know enough about yourself i'm kidding yeah you're right i knew everything about myself at 14 um uh but this book's gonna jump right in and blair and serena are sitting down to open their college letters together um, and they're hanging out in baby Yale's nursery, and I still cannot believe that they're naming this baby Yale. Um, and the, the TLDR here is Serena gets in to absolutely every Ivy League possible, despite having gotten kicked out of boarding school, and Blair just gets into Georgetown and gets waitlisted at Yale, and she is not happy. Love how this is written, because Cicely did this in the most comedic way, where the words are italicized, and every other one is in the beginning of an yeah. acceptance letter between Blair and Serena at the same place, just denied, accepted, denied, accepted. Yeah. That was really fun. I will say, off of that, it felt like this book was kind of leaning into trying to be a little more satirical of this, like, life of luxury, lavish lifestyle that these people all have, this very privileged life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, a lot of this book was actually really funny. It was dumb, but, like, in a way that I thought it was, like, aware of itself. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. I think... Yeah. I think this was probably, well, easily the strongest book yet that I just ran through because I don't know why the idea of like undergrads going to college even now I'm almost 30 and it's such a fun thing to like feel like you're touring Mm -hmm. a campus and where am I going to be for four years that's always fun and then just the stakes were so high and every vignette was 
funny and concise. Yeah. It was great. Exactly. This book was very snappy. It was very um, snappy. Nate, our resident stoner, he gets into Yale and he is not happy because Blair was going to be mad if he got into Yale and she didn't. Um, and he and gets to a bunch of other places. He's offered a starting position on not only Yale's lacrosse team, but also Brown's. Yeah, he is he is getting getting attention. Um, you gotta love that. And Blair Blair shows up. She's not, she doesn't want to have sex because she didn't get into Yale. She got waitlisted, and that's not enough. That's not enough to bone over. Mm-hmm. Dan, um, just like Serena, he gets into all of his schools minus Columbia University in New York, which has a good writing program. But he's like, whatever. I got into Brown. This is fucking great. He calls Vanessa, kind of lets her know that um, he he got in the places that he wants to go. And she's so excited because she was just sitting by the phone waiting for him to call and share his exciting news with her. Because she's, you know, I guess um, her life is a little bit ran by being mm-hmm. a hopeless romantic. Despite the fact she probably doesn't want to admit that. Sorry, my cat's chewing on my, my Google Home and he's not allowed to do that. Casanova. Laura here. got a cat named Casanova. This is such an important update for everyone to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not cutting this out. He's a part of the podcast now. Okay, yes. He's walking away. He is our biggest groupie, biggest fan. Unless we have a bigger fan out there, in which case, email us at Laura at gmail.com <laughs> and just put the subject line down with Casanova, and then we'll know that you're yeah. our biggest fan. Or, on the contrary, if you have a cat that you think could trump Casanova in a cat contest, definitely send us a pic and name of your cat. Oh, um, yeah. I think I would really like to see the the fight between the two of them <laughs> that would be great um so, we? do we get to the part where ruby offers dan to move in is that where we're at yes so ruby vanessa's sister um she tells dan she's leaving for a little bit i don't really know where she's going it's not explained maybe she's, she's going, going on, on tour. tour oh she is yeah. mm-hmm. she tells dan She's like, hey, Dan, listen, I know you cheated on my sister, but it's all water under the bridge now. So why don't you just move in? Be the roomie. Yeah. Makes sense to me. And she, and he's like, yeah, that's great. I guess I'll just ask my parents. Meanwhile, uh, Blair's family, much to her dismay, is throwing a celebration dinner for her. Her plan is just to get kind of wasted because there's this party yeah. that everyone's going to. Great plan. Yeah, I would. Off that Josh wine, you know what I'm saying? That's hell yeah. That's the hot meme right now, and we are on Woo, the button. Josh wine. Josh wine. If you love Josh wine, make sure you email us, Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. You know what's kind of upset is Laura and I were above ahead of the curve of the Josh wine popularity for Craze. years. Yes. Josh Wine was our go-to. Why didn't we ever get sponsored by them? The amount of oh, Josh Wine fair, we drank. We didn't post, I think, enough content with Josh Wine. That is true. I couldn't find one photo is it, of us. Is it a question of us, Josh Wine not sponsoring us or us not lifting up Josh Wine enough? I bet that social media team is just having the best month off. Two months, oh, honestly. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, 100%. So Blair's getting wasted off Josh Wine, which we have decided that's what's going on. Yeah. Going to this party uh, that everyone's going to just kind of celebrate the colleges that they got into. That's what the party yeah. is. And before Blair leaves, her mom's like, will you come to my birthing class with me? My husband is busy. And Blair's like, fuck this. I don't care. 
Um, and at this acceptance party, Nate's talking to Vanessa for the documentary. Um, and he's not really saying anything interesting because I didn't write anything interesting down. I literally just wrote Nate talks to Vanessa for her documentary at the acceptance party. Nate likes to do this really fun thing where he treats Vanessa like his therapist. So he won't tell Blair anything that he is thinking, but he does tell Vanessa that he is really nervous to tell Blair that he got in. I would kind of love if Vanessa and Nate started getting it getting it on. I feel like I would kind of love a pairing of them. They, it just feels like opposites attract. They, they might kind of work. They make them date in the show, and I don't... Oh, really? You know what's crazy is, like, obviously, you know, they do different things in the show, but the fact that Vanessa and Dan date here, they don't date in the show, they're kind of exes. Vanessa and Nate date in the show, and then the actress who dates, or plays Vanessa, dated Chuck Bass... In real life. Really? Wow. For a little bit. I don't Vanessa, know. Lo- love it. Love it for, for her. Yeah. Um, Jenny is also going to this party for some reason. She's going with Dan. Um, Dan interrupts Vanessa's documentary filmmaking by kissing her neck like the little skanky vampire he is. Um, and Jenny just corners Serena to talk about modeling. So. Yeah, she's really trying to figure out how to break into the modeling industry um while dan and vanessa are downstairs they have these like designated fuck rooms at this party well, i thought the i thought the party was at a hotel yeah so they went to a hotel room well, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like this was this crazy venue that had these okay, designated no, fuck rooms but like, okay gossip girl said hotel they went and got a hotel room that is fair but gossip girl said there was like a whole floor that was like blocked off for these high schoolers to like fuck if they're like really excited they're like yeah i got the yale they're just going to uh, bone town so i guess um and as they're oh sorry go ahead no 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 you go I was going to say, and as they're getting hot and heavy, Dan's like, don't you worry. My dad is going to let me move in with you, which is like, why would his dad let him do that? Where is his dad getting all of this money to help him pay half of this rent in addition to his own rent and the college tuition that's about to come down the corner? Like, I didn't know that he was helping pay the rent. That's, that's... Well, like, how else would Dan pay the rent? He doesn't have a fucking job. That is true. Remember the Hudson River? Remember him throwing all the letters in the Hudson River? Exactly. He had an internship for literally three days. Like That's crazy. Um, our favorite tertiary character, Chuck, got rejected from all nine schools. Apparently he was a little bit too cocky about that. Ooh. Um, so that is a subplot that is also developing. Um, Jenny has this thing called a, a booking appointment that Serena has essentially mm-hmm. been like, you, you kind of just go and show up and if they like your look. Yeah, it's a go-see. If you've watched America's Next Top Model, you know what that is. A go-see. That's what it's called. I didn't yeah. know what that was. They call it that in the book, Maggie. I know. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but the guy, he takes like a few Polaroids of Jenny and he asks her to come back next week. So she's like, oh, my God, that was so easy. He does ask her that. to take her sweater off, though. And he takes some photos in her bra, which I don't, at 14, I would have some reservations. At, like, 20, I'd be like, yeah, that makes well, sense. I mean, I don't think realistically any sort of, like, go see modeling venture would see a 14-year-old without, like, a parental consent sort of thing. Um, so we're really reaching for the stars in this novel. So... <laughs> Serena at Peer Group kind of emphasizes that um, it's important that Jenny ask what she's photographing for because Jenny, you know, 
explains to Serena, and then he made me take my shirt off. <laughs> and as she has no questions. It's good advice. Yeah. Um, I mean, after school, Blair goes to her mom's birthing class, which is just at like this woman's house. Um, this was my and favorite. And this is scene. like the most. This is insane. Blair gets so annoyed of birthing class that she goes to the bathroom to de-stress. And she's in there and these two like twins that are like, I thought they were like young, but it turns out they're both in like middle school. They come in looking for their cat and Blair's like, no, I don't know where your fucking cat is. And then she takes a bath in this bathroom at this woman's house where this birthing class is being held. I... I just, I can't, and there's, like, so many, obviously, so many pregnant women need to go to the bathroom, and she is just taking a bath, and she's dumped all of this birthing instructor's, um, like, bubble bath stuff in there, too, so you just, I would just be, like, great, (laughs) where is all my bubble bath shit? But also, I'm sorry, I, I, I do not believe that this rich woman who's hosting a birthing class in her home has, doesn't have more than one bathroom, so I feel like we're being a little overdramatic, maybe the birthing moms could go somewhere uh, on a different floor maybe or down the hall yeah i don't i i guess i don't know how much money she has or what part of new york she lives in well we, we need to investigate post we learn from a gossip girl post later that um one of the twins goes to like the same school blair does and she's like in the like seventh grade or something oh um, because she writes into gossip girl um, so we know that they're rich. Like, this isn't a made-up thing. Yeah, because I was picturing that she lived on, like, Fifth Avenue. So I was like, okay, she's in Manhattan, so she must have some money. And, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> All right, well, the... Uh, who knows? Okay, we digress. We digress. Mama's class is being dramatic. It's time for Serena's first college tour. She's going to Harvard first, where she meets this dorky guy. His name is Drew. And she's, like, really feeling him. She's like, college is going to be my time. Look at all these boys here. As if every time isn't Serena's time. Serena can't lose in life. Like, I would really love for Serena to just kind of have, like, a pitfall. I mean, she we know she got, like, tobogganed into a ditch last book, but that, that again, really resolved itself pretty quickly. And she got dumped another book, but, again, it resolves itself so quickly because then she's still booked for a perfume ad. Like, I, think I really want Serena to lose and, like, learn a lesson. <laughs> her plight is the Serena's Tears ad that follows her, and that was, like, the downfall of her moment was her getting dumped and then yeah, one beautiful yeah, really tear falling her. and she getting photographed. <laughs> um, Drew does play the xylophone, though. Pretty exciting stuff. Pretty exciting stuff. That's pretty cool. He's, like, yeah, he's a double He's a double major chemistry and xylophone. And Serena's like, oh, my God, that's the hottest thing I've ever heard. Um... Meanwhile, Blair is touring Georgetown um, ruefully. She does not want to be here. And she has a tour guide, Rebecca. And Blair is, like, immediately, like, not in into this. She hates Rebecca. She hates Georgetown. um, But she's there. Rebecca seems pretty normal. She's just, like, a bottle blonde from the suburbs. Probably listens to, I don't know, like, fun like, twee music. This is, like, 2010, so... Oh, I'm I was gonna say she probably listens to, like, Ashley Simpson, because, like, Ashley Simpson was probably popular when this book came out, because she seems just very bubbly and... Oh, you're right. Vibey. She doesn't even know Ashley Simpson has biffed it yet on SNL. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The tour guide uh, is like, hey, let's meet up with, with my friends at a bar. I'm so hungover. So that's what they're gonna do instead, which I would, uh, as a high schooler, well, I guess in- she's drinking a lot. She's in New York, but I would yeah. be really excited coming from Iowa. I'd yeah, be like, I'd be, a bar? I'd be down. <laughs> cool. Um, 
we check back in with like Serena the morning after she's had this whirlwind tour guide romance with Drew and she tells him she's in love with him, oh which is God. like, girl, it has been maybe 16 hours. Um, and yeah, she meets his roommate. It's weird. And they're like, I'll, he's like, I'll come visit you before I go on my internship in this other country. It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely insane. I mean, hey, you know, she, she did it. She did the damn thing. She's loved wow, bombing she really right from the start. He's going to call her on Saturday. Yeah. Speaking of doing the damn thing, Blair <laughs> is hanging out with Rebecca and her roommates. She is doing that despite her um, her hatred for this. Yeah, which, good for her, as she should. Just go hang out with and, these Southern Bells. Well, and also what's in... <laughs> Georgetown isn't in the South. It's in D.C. No, but that's what that's what Rebecca says. She's like, oh, oh we got to hang out with the Southern Bells. It's like a weird Southern Bell party. <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, Georgetown's in the South. And I was like, what? Maggie? <laughs> Could be. I mean, George, Georgia, maybe. Who knows? But apparently the gossip from uh, Gossip Girl's blog travels even to Washington, D.C., um, and Blair finds out through these girls that Nate has gotten into Yale and she is pissed. Nate is back home and boy, is he having the time of his life? Cause the Yale and the Brown coaches, they both came to watch him practice, not a game. Okay. Not a game. Just practice, which I think is insane. Um, he finds both of them hot and it seems like both of them want to take him to dinner. And while he's at dinner with the Brown lacrosse person bridget the, no the it's the admissions person who did his interview oh yes it's the admissions person that's yeah that is when blair calls him and is mad that she figured out from these georgetown girls that he got into yale so now he's like i need to torpedo this the, my chances with this brown rep and you guys what he does is insane <laughs> this is my favorite scene in the book because it was just like wait what <laughs> so he figures out that Bridget wants to sleep with him. They have, like, ordered this 20-pound lobster at this restaurant. I imagine them getting this 20-pound lobster in Ziploc bags to go. So maybe they're holding, like, six different Ziploc bags. And he he he's just like let's go let's let's go up to the hotel room with yeah. the steaming hot he was lobster. like how badly does brown want me and poor little bridget whimpers over this candlelit lobster dinner really badly um and then they they go to hook up crazy crazy they go to hook up yeah, well, and it's like, I also don't understand, like, the, the direction here, because Blair's mad at him because he got into Yale, so he's not going to ruin his chances of going to Brown, or at least try to. Like, why doesn't he just not say he doesn't want to go? Also, I wouldn't <laughs> think that that would ruin my chances. That would help my chances, because I could blackmail this person. Yeah! Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I really, I guess I, I really don't think Nate is very conniving to think of this plan fully. I think he's like, and then I'm going to have sex with her and she'll revoke my admissions. And it's like, I don't think that's really where that goes. But also, with that, there, he's with Blair and it, it doesn't seem like this pops up later. And I feel like this counts as cheating. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, well, I mean, maybe not initially, because, like, Bridget was there as, like, the lacrosse representative, I guess, as, like, the Browns admissions person. So she Bridget was there to, like, see if, make sure he wanted to go to Brown. Um, but this definitely so, counts as cheating. 
Well, yeah, because they, they didn't, like, break up. So, yeah, this is cheating. I correct. I thought the dinner at a base level I don't think was cheating. Oh, dinner, dinner's not, no. When they go yeah. and they're to the Wrapping that room? lobster up and going to Hogtown, that was cheating. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can never bring a 20-pound lobster into it. It gets the girls in a frenzy. Oh, it's, it's just too wet and horny. Um... Serena, meanwhile, she's left her beloved Drew and she is on her way to Brown, the next school, and she stops at a gas station and she finds a cute little artist boy who's hitchhiking his way to Brown and she's like, hey, get in my car. I don't care about hitchhikers. I'm rich. They introduce each other. His name's Christian. Christian's drawing her hands. And she's like, well, you're drawing my hands? Do you want a better look? And he goes, actually, this is kind of embarrassing. I've um, I've been drawing you for two months now because I saw you in a catalog. And she doesn't think this is creepy. She's no, like, she's like, that's so romantic. <laughs> I know. He's like, you're Serena's tears ads. I've been dreaming of you forever. And it's like, okay. <laughs> um... And Dan, did you have anything else to say about Serena? You looked like you were about to make a point. Nope. I wasn't going to say anything about Serena. Are you going to say something about Dan? Because he is all moved in at Vanessa's apartment. Uh. And this was probably the most unexpected plot point, despite how many things have happened thus far. This random girl with purple and black hair shows up, and her name is Tiffany, spelled T-I-P-H-A-N-Y, and she says Ruby um, has has got her to take her space, and they were their old friends, and she's here to move in, and she has a ferret named Tudor. Yeah, like Tudor, like T O O T R, not like Tudor, like he's like teaching you math or something. Yes, uh, Tudor is a ferret farts all the time um like you guys don't know me but laura would get imagine me after subway that's kind of how i imagine that's when maggie's a tutor themselves that's when i am a tutor yeah i am a world-class teacher in photography (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna get that inscribed on a t-shirt i was did you see how proud i was with that one yeah i really saw like the 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 slot machine eyes rolling there you're like i just hit the triple jackpot pot baby dan is pretty peeved about this obviously really thought he was just gonna be living with his girlfriend fucking and sucking all over the damn place but they're not shift here that vanessa's like doesn't question it she's like super in she ends up thinking tiffany's really cool like immediately and she's like yeah come on in we're making dinner which feels very out of character for vanessa but i'm not gonna you know say no we this is we get a chapter after this which is um the wrap-up of nate and bridget i mean they just they just fucked which we alluded to and that's fine but this scene is like actually really heavy and we get it for only three pages which is her just being like uh please don't tell anyone because i'll lose my job and he's just like um really cold to her after which yeah i i don't think he has as much power as he thinks he does but yeah and again like i feel like your power nate is by saying you don't want to go to brown so i really feel like you took a side quest so you could get laid and now you're saying like this was some master plan and it's like again the power move would just be like i don't think brown's good enough for me that's a power move yeah that was that was truly wild um yeah blair kind of figures out that the girls that she's out to karaoke with that she's hammered with um they are in this like virgin celibacy club and she's so drunk she's like yeah i'll join um so they're all gonna go shave shave her legs and bleach her hair even though she was just hating on how all of them have bad 
bottle blonde bleach jobs. Yeah. Also in this scene, she gets a pitcher of grapefruit margaritas. I don't think I've ever seen grapefruit as an option for a margarita. So I'm intrigued by that because grapefruit is so bitter. So I feel like it'd be a very bad tasting margarita. I think I would like to try that, but I don't think I would, it would be I mean, good. I would try anything once. Oh my God. When they have like passion fruit margaritas at a restaurant, I God, lose my so absolute good. Top tier. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, same. Oh my god, same. So, so note to Cecily, you should have made this a passion fruit margarita scene. Would have been would have been a slam dunk. Yeah, I think it would have like just kind of resonated with your audience, aka Laura and I, a little bit better. But maybe yeah, next yeah. year, maybe next year we yeah. write these. Um, Serena. Meanwhile, she wakes up in like the loft of like the art school with Christian at Brown. And she's talking to her brother who does call her babe on the phone because he's mad that he doesn't get to see her. Weird. Weird. Um, and she's like, uh, I don't have time to talk to you, Eric. Goodbye, Christian, my new love. I have to go to Yale. So she's on her way to Yale now. Yeah. She whispers another, I love you. That's two in a row, two days in a row. Yeah. She falls hard and fast. Blair wakes up super hungover bleach blonde hair she doesn't know how she got there um and she's just whipping out of there she's like i need to borrow a hat and then the hat that she originally borrows is a georgetown hat that she vomits into from rebecca and then one of the other girls let her borrow a hat that ends up being a yale hat yeah what the irony so the good news is that she's officially in the selby city club and she has a new yale hat and um, they she also gets a cheer, the celibacy cheer on her way out. Oh, yes, she um, does. And she is not down. She leaves so frantically. The celibacy cheer is like these girls um, joining hands and putting her in the middle of their circle. And it's just a lot about like fighting temptation is the chant over and over again. <laughs> horrendous absolutely horrendous yeah um meanwhile vanessa is interviewing tiffany who didn't go to college for her documentary about college to kind of talk about what it was like to not be somebody who went to college uh vanessa really likes tiffany for some reason yeah and it kind of seems like tiffany you're like oh well she so okay so she didn't go to college no tiffany was just um also a privileged girl in new york also going to constant billard i think and she was just too lazy to get her um college admissions in on time um yeah. she just traveled the world instead and honestly i mean traveling the good world for her go to the school With her of life ferret? good for her her ferret does piss on dan's shoes kind of a bummer because they sounded like cool shoes they were like vintage pumas yeah bummer Ugh, that smell i bet that's so bad yeah. Jenny has a photo shoot. Her first modeling gig. So exciting. Um, and she kind of kills it. The, she uh, does. the photographer is like, hey, you're doing great. So she's like, oh my God, I can do this. She doesn't really take note at all that A, it's a weird volleyball shoot. That's fine. That's normal. And they have lined the girls up by boob size. She is right next to the girl with the second biggest tits on the set. Hands on each other's yeah. waist what's it gonna be what's the end product but again she doesn't ask she doesn't ask don't ask don't tell no she's too excited to ask um nate on the other hand he's meeting with the yale coach now and for some reason he's like also being a dick to her because he thinks like that's gonna make him get rejected i don't know why he also wants to get rejected from yale like i'm i'm really lost at the motivation here still um he's a either 
right? He's a huge dick to her. And then he calls her hot just to like get a rise out of her. And then she stabs him with a fork. And he's like, you know what? I think he ails the college for me. So like, this is a very like fever dream of a scene. I do love that. He hits on her. I love. And then she's like, I, I teach an entire lacrosse team. You don't think I get hit on a lot? And then he puts his hand on her leg, which is really fucking bold. This woman does not seem like she's down to clown. I love the stabbing his hand. She draws blood. She draws blood, which is a fantastic move. Exactly. Um, Serena, too busy fucking and sucking. She was late for her Yale tour, but it's okay because she meets an entire acapella team of dreamy, dreamy guys. Yeah, they start just kind of singing at her. And there's this one blonde boy, Lars, hilarious name, Mm. (laughs) Lars, agrees to give her a tour of Yale. So, I mean, she doesn't even have to go to the admissions office to find a tour guide. She can just go up to anyone. Yeah. Um, Blair is back at her high school now. She's Uh already got her hair dyed back. She called in an emergency. um, And she's also having another emergency She's meeting with the guidance counselor with her mom to essentially talk about how she's waitlisted at Yale and how they can get her in. She breezes by a bouquet of flowers from the Yale acapella team that she sees on the school receptionist desk. She is sitting there and she is just grilling this college and the guidance counselor when her mom, poor timing, starts going into labor. Yeah, bad timing. But Blair snaps into gear. She went to one Lamaze class. She knows exactly what to do. Exactly. She Um, was present for the part of the class where they talked about this, but the other half, she was in the bath. Exactly. Um, Then we get like a a little scene here that's like 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 maybe like a day or so after the baby has been born and Serena and Nate are talking on the phone about Blair's mom and the baby. And the baby was born like a month and a half premature, but it seems like it's doing fine. Yes, it was eight pounds, which is a normal weight. Um, but it was a month and a half early. And everybody glosses over that. Like, that's like, oh, that's normal. Babies can be a month and a half early with no complications. Like, I'm no, ha- that's not normal. I'm happy you picked that up, too, because I thought that was insane. Yeah, I was like, are we not going to address this? Like, is is everybody okay? No, everybody's fine. It was a healthy They're all rich. Nothing matters. It was fine. Um, yeah. Nate and Serena, yep, they're kind of talking. They're, like, coming to the conclusion that maybe they should get Blair, like, a baby gift for the baby. Maybe that is the way yeah. to her heart. And they also realize on the phone that they're both kind of leaning towards Yale. They just don't know how to tell mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Uh, Dan waltzes into his all-boys school, and he finds all of his classmates tittering over a a teen magazine, where he finds out that Jenny's modeling gig was an article called Does Breast Size Matter? And Jenny is the biggest tittest girl in the lineup. Yeah, it seems like, too, they picked the one photo where she is sticking her tongue out, and it, it... To me, it read, like, does your breast size equate if you are depressed? And then with that photo in it, um, that would be that'd be pretty hard. That'd be a big bummer yeah. if I saw that as my first editorial. Yeah. I mean, I'm 14, too. That'd be pretty <sighs> embarrassing. Um, but Serena's like, this is cool. You got a modeling gig. And my friend actually saw your, like, uh, Polaroids and they want to do another shoot. But Jenny's too embarrassed to think about being a model ever again. Yeah, I mean, the whole school is, like, calling her freakish behind her back. I would, yeah. I would bounce, too. 
Uh, Vanessa comes, he, she picks up Dan after school. She does remind him, hey, buddy, it's my 18th birthday this weekend, um, so better do something nice about it. And Dan is still just mad that Tiffany exists and that Vanessa is becoming friends with her. Like, Dan has no time to be a boyfriend when he's too busy hating another woman. <laughs> exactly. Too busy. Um, is this when Blair is also showing photos of her baby sister to people at the peer group? Uh, exactly, yeah. We shift to Blair getting showing off these baby pics at school. Um, Blair's immediately obsessed with the fact that she has a baby sister. She's changed her tune pretty quick. Um, Serena also begs Jenny to do this photo shoot again, even though Jenny's still moody, and she finally gets Jenny to come around to the idea of it. They do, Blair and Serena do make up, um, because they talk about their college weekends away. Um, she was still kind of icing Serena out a little bit, but Serena got her a really nice gift mm -hmm. from Italy yeah. or something. So what can you do? It, gifts are nice. What can you do? Gifts are nice. Um, and I will say, okay, now we're before, like, Vanessa's decided to throw a party for her birthday, which is very unlike Vanessa. Yes. And I will say... It kind of seems like Vanessa and Tiffany are, like, being a little flirty before the party. They're just, like, giggling and laughing and having fun. It kind of explains why Vanessa likes Tiffany so much, after, even though she doesn't know her at all. And just kind of showed up at her house. Yeah, it does seem like they are, like, just complimenting each other a lot. Getting, um... Yeah. Like, uh, just adoringly touching each other, which... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why Dan's a little bit annoyed. But also Dan's annoyed with yeah. everything, so... Yeah, Dan has no personality. Um, the acapella guys from Yale show up. They're ready to party. How they got the invite, we don't know. And the girls from Georgetown also show up. Um, I, How they got the invite, we don't know. I think there was one Gossip Girl post where she's like, hey, there's this one random party on a Saturday and there's nothing else going uh, on. Oh, that might have been it. So, so far it's the acapella group, the Georgetown people, and Tiffany invites some construction worker friends over. Um, yeah. Just cause Dan gives Vanessa a really shitty poem, uh, for her birthday. I don't yeah. even remember what the lines were. It was, it was so bad. No, it was so bad. It's just like um, him pointing out the differences between them, but it's just lists. Mm, It'll be like, yeah. you don't like pigeons. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Um, meanwhile, Blair and Nate run into each other outside the party uh, and they're catching up, and it's clear that they're just drawn to each other. And Nate says he really hopes to meet her baby sister one day, and Blair's like, why not right now? I love my baby sister. Let's fucking go. Uh, so they, they leave to go meet Yale. They leave, which, I mean, they don't even know that Tiffany is handing out full bottles of Grey Goose in, to individually, to people. Yeah. I would stay. Yeah. But I'm just built different. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Serena and Jenny show up at this party. They got everyone from the photo shoot to get there. Um, there's this hot band, the Raves, coming uh, that are setting up because mm -hmm. they're there too. I think that they were at the photo shoot with Serena and Jenny. Yeah. Um, Drew, the guy from Harvard, shows up. Um, Serena doesn't really remember him. He shows up with his roommate, Wade. And Wade does this interesting thing where he just kind of full-on grabs Serena and kisses her, which I didn't Gross. really get. Serena no. doesn't really mind. Um, I She is an object. We need to get her to read some Judith Butler or something. Yeah. Um, and Christian is also outside spray-painting her face on a building. 
So she's kind of living her best life, chugging down her gray goose and getting getting all the attention. Um, Nate is at Blair's. He meets the little baby Yale. Um, and Blair's loving showing this baby off. Um, and then Nate like turns to Blair and he's like, Hey, my parents are out of town. And Blair's like, Yeah, let's go have sex finally. I'm ready. So they're headed to Nate's. They're just they're so, gonna fuck. Kind of in a way, instead of getting into Yale, she just got Yale, the baby Yale. So it's like her rule still works. Maybe that's what the author was saying all along. Is that yeah, feeling's the only thing that matters? I could write a six-page essay on this. <laughs> Do it. The critics are dying to hear it. The critics are dying to hear my discourse on Gossip Girl Book 6. Yes. Dan, at this party, uh, I think he's just, like, mad at how much time Tiffany and Vanessa are spending together. Because now yeah. Tiffany is um, piercing Vanessa's, like, lip in the bathroom. So Dan has just gotten blackout drunk and the leader of this band um tells him that Damien. yes that damien is that his name his name is damien yeah damien found his poems and he's like dude your poems are 100 percent songs we'll show you 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 get up there you sing your words and we're just gonna play around you um and dan has this breakthrough where he's like wow i've been writing lyrics this whole time. So he's that's going to be his personality for probably the next four books. The next book. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, a good character moment for Jenny is people are kind of trying to make fun of her for her uh, Does Breast Size Matter photo shoot. And Jenny just finally doesn't care. She's like, who cares? I have big tits. That's awesome. Which is a good character development moment for her. I know. I love that. Radical yeah. self-acceptance. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, but perfectly on time as everyone is rip roaring drunk at this party ruby calls vanessa to wish her a happy birthday and vanessa's like hey i'm just here with tiffany i wish you would have told me she's moving in she's awesome and ruby's like tiffany's there and we find out that tiffany was a squatter in the apartment when ruby first moved in and like ruby had to like do a bunch of shit to get her to finally leave and vanessa's like oh that's really bad yeah, Ruby tells Vanessa, you need to kick her out. So she gets yeah. really mad after this phone call. It feels like this is not the birthday she wanted, not the party she wanted, because people are trashing the place everywhere. She tells mm. Tiffany to get out. She pulls the plug on all the lights. She kicks everyone out. And it kind of seems like Tiffany's going to now be staying at Chuck's um, for the time being. Because yeah. they kind of hit it off, because they're monkey and the ferret. <laughs> that was weird yeah. love story to write home about you know yeah but the everybody leaves except for dan and vanessa and there's this it's a really weird scene we get here because vanessa's like already in tears and dan's talking about his like poems and how they're songs and vanessa just kind of accepts the fact that they're going to break up right now almost as if she knows that now that dan has a new hobby he like doesn't want to be with her anymore uh, and it's really weird. It's a little weirdly written because it just feels like it does kind of come out of the blue. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like it's like her saying goodbye, but also holding on. Because she is like, you know yeah. what? Go chase that band. Go after that band if you want to write the lyrics. And then he's like, I'll come over and clean in the morning. And it, it seems like, I don't know. It's maybe like, but like, you live here, Dan. What? I don't know. Um, 
Blair and Nate, meanwhile, they finally get to have sex under Nate's globe nightlight that he's had since he was five years old. Romantic. So romantic. Um, and already they do that, and then they start kind of planning their wedding and, like, the rest of their life together, which Yeah, they kind of really just, like, daydream about the future as... As they're, yeah, they have sex. And they're like, now that we've fucked, we can spend the rest of our lives together. Which is like, okay, a jump, but you all do you. And that is kind of where you're the one that I want leaves off. Is yeah, you're finally losing her virginity. Oh my god, we've only been talking about it for six books. I know. I really Jesus. started this book thinking, is it is this actually going to be the book? Is it? Are we finally going to be done right? with Right. We were getting down to the wire there, but we got there. We were getting down. But it this... was deadline was approaching. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our canceled character of the week, because I really feel like we should end on our top five. Who should be our canceled character of the week, Maggie? I mean, I feel, I feel like I want to say Tiffany, you know... She... Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Nate. <gasps> really? Why? I mean, he cheated oh. on Blair. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Okay, but, but Tiffany also like was like just kind of like showed up and like illegally lived with someone. So like okay. they're both pretty bad. Nate, I I could contest to Nate, but I could also offer a competition, which would be uh Bridget the person who is like 26 and is the brown oh yeah she's kind of preying on a 17 year old yeah i think we should pick bridget okay i think that that's that's good because yeah, i did forget about her for a minute but kind i of an was, abuse of power that's weird l is wild um just Literally say no insane. that's awful don't even yeah. don't wear a low-cut shirt to go get your 20 pound lobster yeah. don't wear lipstick she was entertaining that too, too easily yes not okay you're canceled bridget bridget you're canceled Bridget, you're canceled. We one day we'll have a sound effect on the podcast that goes like canceled, and it's like an air horn. It's like <laughs> oh, I would really love that. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about our top five. And Maggie and I spent moments talking about what our top five should be for this book. Um. And we really loved the rituals of the celibacy sisters, and we said our top five should be other rituals criteria um etc for the celibacy sisters to adhere to do you want to start with number five since it was i'll start with number five uh a book mikey and i have never read but really feels like it fits in here they should read the bell jar by sylvia plath requirement they have to read it within 24 hours yeah because i feel like if you are going to subscribe to a lifetime of abstinence i don't you got you got to be a little suicidal in your head Mm -hmm. probably i i don't i think i've gone what five months without sex and i just the bridge has never looked better um coming in (laughs) coming in at number four hey if you're gonna be a virgin you can't wear a tampon that could trifle with your hymen just menstrual pads my favorite part of the bible is that you can't wear tampons because it um voids out your relationship with god Honestly, I feel like I'm so curious if my school ever preached that because it does feel like an insane <laughs> enough idea. Probably, uh, yeah, I feel like if I did, school, you would have had to have blacked that out of your brain. I, I mean, I didn't wear a tampon until college, so who knows? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, number three, this one's a really good one that Maggie and I are both really excited about. Um, every 4th of July, the celibacy sisters have to um, oath to a blood sacrifice. Um, and the leading blood sacrifice um, object should be the person who has the most notches in their belt. Yes. However, however, if they can't find that person or it feels like they would be found out too easily for killing this person, they should go hunt a deer instead. Exactly. You know, but that can't be, the deer can't be the first go-to. It has to be, you it know. It has to be, you have to really try your options first. You know, the person getting the biggest booty on campus. Yeah. Like a pirate. Yar. Uh, <laughs> yar. Um, number two, we kind of think it'd be really cool if they had matching tattoos. It would also make sense for them to have matching tattoos. Yeah, it feels like they should have matching tattoos. Um, and number one is the real life 100 baby challenge from the Sims game. Um, and they all have to have 100 babies. <laughs> yes, individually, not collectively. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You'd think, but no. Oh my god. Speak about, you know, a pregnancy that ends up, you were induced into labor a month earlier. I feel like by the... 20th kid you'd probably just be so loose you couldn't like they wouldn't stick they'd probably just like fall out as an embryo yeah it's kind of like when you speed up the timer in the sims game so the baby happens faster <laughs> yeah well hey my hat's off to them it's it's a noble yeah, good ad- for them i re- i really love their drive and passion me too yeah and uh, but hell yeah we did it yeah that's gonna be it for the book you're the one that i want based off the grease song you're the one that I want. Yeah, I really liked the part where they all went to the amusement park at the end and then drove off in the car. Yeah, they went up to heaven or whatever, however that movie yeah, ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, feel free to follow us um, anywhere you want to Feel free? No, do it. Maggie, you have to be more confident. It's 2024. You're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing at you right now. Follow us yeah. on uh, Twitter and TikTok at Yowie Reddit. We are also on Instagram at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura. We're also at email. Dropped the email at halfway email. through. At email. If you love email. We have that. <laughs> we are also at the, uh, email. Am I saying that right? We are at email. We're at email if you want to um, tag us in a Gmail message um, at Maggie and Laura present. If you want to use, uh, I believe it's called a computer to <laughs> to type us uh, words. If you want to write a letter, go back to the email. I'll give you my address. Um, I would love a pen pal. Perfect. Yeah, I we would love it. a pen pal this year. Or a picture of your cat. I would I'll send you one back. It'll be it'll be perfect. I love it. Um that's gonna um, be it, I think. Alright. We did it. Goodbye everyone. See ya. You tell him. <laughs> <laughs>